Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fire Talk Podcast. Today's podcast, we read an article from Firehouse Tribune's very own Nick Higgins. And the title of the, of the blog post is The Halligan and Its Mechanical Advantages for Forcible Entry. The most used and go-to tool in the fire service, as we all know, is the halligan. The halligan, as we know, is used for everything, from forcing a door to searching a room, making purchase points in vehicle extrication to wall breaches and clearing windows for ventilation or a possible egress. You name it, and a halligan bar will probably be a tool of choice for any job on the fire ground, if not the tool of choice. Every apparatus has one or more of them for a reason, so it's best we know not only what it is used for, but also know the bar. Being able to use a halligan for multiple purposes on the fire ground is wonderful, but knowing the dimensions of the halligan can offer firefighters more of an advantage when using the tool, especially during forcible entry. But first, let's start with the bar's history. The Halligan was invented by Deputy Chief Hugh A. Halligan of the FDNY in the 1940s. Hugh Halligan was first appointed Chief of the FDNY on June 16, 1916. Prior to the Halligan, the tools of choice or its predecessors, as we could call it, were the claw tool and the Kelly tool. The claw tool was considered one of FDNY's first forcible entry tools. The downside of this tool was its weight and the off-centered striking surface that made it dangerous for firefighters holding the tool as it was being driven into a door. The next tool of choice was the Kelly tool, which was developed by then-captain of Ladder Company 163, John Kelly. Unlike the claw tool, the Kelly tool's striking surface was in line with the bar and had a 90-degree flat surface adds in. Similarly to claw tool, the Kelly tool was also welded and still heavy, and due to both tools' specific advantages, both were to be used during fire ground operations. This is where Chief Halligan came in and wanted to develop a tool that could be held in one hand, wouldn't break or crack, and would not fatigue a firefighter while using it. This was the birth of the Halligan bar. The bar was made of cross-dropped forged from one piece of number 4140 high-carbon content steel. As soon as the tool was available on the market, it was a huge success that the Boston Fire Department was one of the first fire departments to place Halligan bar on every ladder company in the department. Today, most of us use the modern take on the Halligan, or the Pro Bar, as it is called which is the one tool that has stayed most true to original specs of the Halligan bar. It is fabricated from one piece of drop forged steel and measures 30 inches in length. The forks have a tapered V shape of space between, uh, between them along with a gradual curve for leverage when prying. The ads end and pick also have a gradual curve for more of an advantage as well. The dimensions of the Halligan bar. A standard halligan is 30 inches in overall length. It consists of an adze end, a pick, and a fork or claw. The fork is 6 inches in length and the crotch of the fork is 5 inches. This is key for conventional forcible entry. The adze end is also 6 inches in length and 2 inches wide. 
The pick is six inches in length and the ads pick triangle is five inches tall. Now that we know the dimensions of the halogen bar, how will this help us in forcible entry? Using the ads end. More often than not, when dealing with outward swinging doors, we will look to gap, crush, or tunnel the door between the door above the lock and the jam using the ads end of the halogen. In doing so, and moving the tool up and down, offering a 15 to 1 mechanical advantage with a maximum spread of 2 inches width, which is the width of the ads. The 15 to 1 mechanical advantage is from the 30 inch halogen bar and the 2 inch ads end of the bar. When forcing an outward swinging door, it is advantageous to pry down on left side opening doors and pry up on a right side opening doors. The key is to roll up in the direction opposite the pick to gain maximum leverage. Forcing inward swinging doors is done in the same fashion as outward swinging doors except the halogen is used in a different position, yet the mechanical advantages will remain the same. Using the ads end is similar to a class 1 lever. This is where the fulcrum placed between the effort and load. The movement of the load is in the opposite direction of the movement of the effort and the most typical lever configuration. Fulcrum or pivot point is the point on which an objective balances or turns. Using the fork. When driving the fork between the door and the frame, the fork should be driven three inches past the edge of the door frame creating the fulcrum. This will put our load on the halogen at the five inch mark the length of the crotch of the halogen at the door jam, resulting in a load to fulcrum length of two inches. The more we drive our halogen into the jam, the less of a mechanical advantage we have when using the tool. Using the fork is similar to a class two lever. This is where the load is between the effort and the fulcrum. In this, the movement of the load is in the same direction as the effort. Work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Again, that is a blog post uh, from Nick Higgins of Firehouse Tribune. You can find them at Firehouse Tribune, uh, the Firehouse Tribune. And uh, this was written in 2015, September 9th, 2015. We appreciate the Firehouse Tribune allowing us to read their blog posts. If you would like your blog post read or your content shared, please contact Fire. Uh, Fire Talk Podcast at firextalk at gmail.com, at firextalk on Instagram, or firextalk on Facebook. We would love to share your content. Sometimes I believe blog posts get missed, overlooked, because they are not in the podcast format. And as we know, we queue up our uh, podcast and listen to them while we're driving or working out on the bay or just flat out working out. And so Fire Talk is happy to share content. We're excited about spreading the message in a podcast form and uh, look forward to reading more blog posts, doing interviews, having people present Fire Talks on the podcast. And once we get back on the road, get the filming of a Fire Talk in your local area. If you'd like to schedule a Fire Talk in your local area, uh, Give me a contact on any of the aforementioned places at Fire Talk. Fire X Talk is on Instagram. You can message me there. And we'd love to book a place for us to bring uh, 
like-minded folks together and get recordings, uh, 20-minute talks on fire. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you, Nick Higgins, and enjoy the rest of the podcasts.